Hello, everyone. This is Mark with Speak Break Podcast. Welcome to 2020. What is your vision for 2020? Is your vision, have you thought about 2020? And no, I don't mean just going to the uh, optometrist and an eye doctor or dentist or a chiropractor, and which health is important. Welcome to 2020 and welcome, John. Mark, thank you. Happy New Year and I'm looking forward to 2020. Happy New Year, my dear friends, people who've been listening to me. And I know that this podcast is listened in almost every country in the world and International Space Station. I was glad you said that because I was about (laughs) ready to throw that in. So welcome to 2020. Uh, John, I'm excited to share today's topic. And as you and I probably do this every year, we talk about our power word, remember? Yes. Right? So, John, have you thought about your power word for 2020? I have established, based upon the word that I adopted for 2017 and have held on to since, that my power word will always be the word resolve. That being said, there are different ways to embellish that word. I've embellished it with a mnemonic where I've taken the letters R-E-S-O-L-V-E and have analyzed words that talk about traits, which I think lend themselves to the behavior of a person with resolve and having a resolve to succeed. And in addition to that, based upon an idea that I got from a fellow Toastmaster, I've been able to take three core values that you and I are both very familiar with, the core values that are listed in the Toastmasters International Statement of Purpose, and those core values are, of course, respect, integrity, service, and excellence. So my thematic phrase for 2020 is resolve to rise in 2020. Resolve to rise. I like it. And John, I've been telling you this for several years that you have shared this with me. I think it's very powerful. Resolve. And I also enjoy your videos that you make about it. Uh, I hope that everyone has a chance to Google John Morrow, DTM, and his Resolve video on YouTube, right? Is that where it's available? It's on YouTube. So one of the things that I do want to mention to everyone is that when you think about your power word, whether it's resolve, whether it's what uh, what other power words are available, health, writing, mm-hmm. vacation, travel, inspiration, uh, inspiration, vision, um, success, success. One of the things that you think about is Power word is just the beginning. Yeah. When you select a power word, it primes your brain. It primes your brain for specific action. What I would like to offer you even more is go a little bit deeper. Think about, do you have a system in place right now that will help you achieve your very best this year? Do you have resources available to you right now that will get you there? So system, resources, People, do you have a structure in your life that will not let you fail? (laughs) 
structure sets you free. I, I like the statement, and I'm glad you brought it up because it reminds us that there's an accountability here. Mm-hmm. It's great to have a power word, but it's useless if we don't have an intentional set of plans and a framework to accomplish whatever we want to achieve through that power word. I like your phrase, and it's not new because it actually comes from others who have been in the inspiration motivation industry, that you begin the day with the end in mind. And that doesn't mean that you're constantly thinking about the end of the day because you're missing things between the start of the day and the end of the day that are very important to reaching that end or to getting closer to it. Could I put it that way? So I'm beginning to understand and I try to tell people when you have a goal, an objective, a desire, a need, an expectation, and it can be anything in your life, you want to picture it and believe it and see it and process it in your mind so much that you can visualize it right down to feeling it and sensing it and tasting it and enjoying it and applying it. But you're never going to arrive at it if you're not doing the incremental things that fall within the journey. The immediate goals, the short-term goals, the intermediate goals, and obviously the long-term goals that help you to arrive at the point. And may I just add, not as a negative, sometimes we don't reach the goal at the end of the day or the week or the month or even the year, but if we can through planning and having a plan of action, know what it is that we've been attempting to do, we can easily see and track what we have done to bring us closer to that objective. Would that make sense? Absolutely. Um, You know, if you're serious about changing your life, Mm -hmm. that's what I'm really after. If you're serious about making sure that whether you look back at January 31st, March 1st, no, November 2nd, whatever it is, right? Which is uh, elections coming up, right? <laughs> 2020. Yeah. Um, whatever time you look at that, you know, from now till December 31st, that you know that you created the system to give yourself a chance. You're no longer satisfied with being a sleepwalker, right? got to wake up and say, okay, is this what I'm doing? Is this going to get me to where I'm going? Oh, I'm, I'm, or am I allowing myself to sink in the quicksand of ineffective, distracting mm. things that occupy my mind? Am I involved in petty arguments? Am I involved in emotions that I shouldn't be involved in? Am I placing myself into situations people and circumstances that I know takes away my mental energy mm-hmm. or I'm going to be honest with myself and say, is this where I am really going and am I wasting my time? That's what I'm really after here. You said that some time ago that the universe would conspire to help you accomplish your goal. Mm-hmm. 
And I believe that with all my heart because there is something about the concept of visualization of a goal. And there, anytime one visualizes a goal, there is the reality that it can become your personal reality. But there's also the issue of the conditioning process to get to it. And that's where you talk about the matter of resistance. Because resistance to an athlete, for example, is a bonus in that resistance is what they push against that strengthens them to do even better because it builds up that muscle in them. That's why lifting weights and pushing things and running faster, all of these kinds of things that people do to build their body up involve the component of resistance. Thinking of resistance in that fashion, as opposed to the concept that the universe would actually conspire to help you achieve your goal, how do you reconcile those two? That's a great question. One thing that I have seen and experienced in the past, once you determine your goals, whether you write them down on a piece of paper, you share them on podcasts like this, or with everyone you know that you come in contact with. Once you, or one, one, once you determine that this is your goal, mm-hmm. you will encounter resistance. Yeah, it's, both negative and positive. Would you say? Well, I, you know what it is? Yes, but I don't uh, rather uh, would delineate negative and positive. I'd say it's a resistance. Yes, it is positive. It is negative. It's, it's, it's what it is, right? And the reason that I don't distinguish between whether it's positive or negative, which is, you know, as a, as a point of conversation, is that it's resistance. It's just, an, it's, I understand it as a law of nature. And it also, because of being a law of nature, would it be safe to say it can and should provide beneficial properties to help make you a better person? Absolutely. Absolutely. You are absolutely right. Uh, you know, in Proverbs, which is from the Old Testament, mm-hmm. or how some other people refer to the ancient Hebrew wisdom literature, is mm-hmm. an interesting way to refer to it as well. Uh, iron sharpens iron, mm. right? You have another person who helps you, and that person, to you, may be a like a jerk in your mind, but to them, they're they're nice person, right? Nice, 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 nice woman, nice guy, right? But you need that resistance to make sure you become your very best. You're absolutely right, John. I think I understand where you're coming from. So once you determine your goal, which starts with a power word, you share this with the universe, share it with the circle. You must expect resistance which is a good thing, but it also will test you. It will, it, will, it will test your resolve. Since we're at the beginning of 2020, have you thought about what your power word or power words might be for the year 2020? It's a great question, John. I have been thinking about this. I don't have one 
power word. Rather, I have a collection of them, okay. which helps me to think about this. One of the primary words that I would like to choose and live is generosity. Generosity in just the way how I feel about myself and the way that I interact with the world. Um, you and I, John, we talk about productivity quite a bit, right? Yes. Uh, over the years. Mm -hmm. And you know that I've done extensive research and data analysis and case studies and training on, on productivity. Yeah, you're very well read in that area. Yeah. And what I have come to understand now about productivity is this one takeaway, which overarches everything else. The most productive people are happy people. You may have your worksheets, you may have your uh, different strategies, but if you are not satisfied, if you're not content with who you are and where you're going, what you've done, and what you've yet to accomplish, you will stay in a, in a quicksand, or you will stay in a, you know, what are those um, ships that are, they're, you know, they, they get stuck? Aground. In the ground, right? Trapped on a reef. Yes, they'll be trapped on a reef. And you know, that is a, a truly horrible feeling. You can't go. You cannot go. So my takeaway from productivity is, are you truly content right now? And if you are not, are you changing your situation for the better? That's what I'm really asking you. To be the most productive self, are you truly content right now? And if you are not, how are you getting there? There is something else that I'm going to throw in there as, as, as a wrinkle, but I believe, as a matter of fact, I'm convinced it has relevance. There are generous people, or at least on the surface, they're generous, but their generosity is less about helping others and more about helping themselves in terms of taxes, protecting their resources, getting a break on things, or even, may I be so brazen as to say, getting recognition for this huge, you know, endowment that they give to people. And I'm not saying that that's what all great people do. But the thing about the smile of a productive person is that, and tell me if I'm wrong, when you give out of joy, out of gratefulness, out of gratitude, generosity takes on an entirely different thing. I remember the phrase that I heard in a particular version of A Christmas Carol, which is a great story of the difference between being a miser and incredibly wealthy and being generous and being incredibly poor. And there was this phrase, that which someone gives expecting nothing in return. How do you respond to that in the light of the generosity message that you're sharing with us today? It's a great question, John. And there's a few things I want to address. One thing that I always remember is this. Power word, my journey my value system, 
the cores that emanate from the deep inside of who I am as a human being are very personal to me. So I will not cast, judge, or try to convince anyone of anything what generosity is or what it is not. I will only focus on my own definition of generosity. That is the way that I can function in that space. I'm not, this is, I'm getting out to it, right? So generosity for me is I will look outside of my own little box, my little cube, and I will look for the people I want to emulate. I will look for the people who are generous, who are giving from their heart, from the way that they want to multiply the abundance and they want to lighten the load of their community. I like that. I will look for those cases, those leaders, those heroes, unspoken heroes who are maybe away from the limelight, maybe they are in the limelight, I will look for those champions. And because I need that inspiration, John, I can only do so much by myself. I will look to others. So I will. So generosity for me is very personal. It's a very personal definition. You and I, John, we live in a very complex environment, mm -hmm. right? Everybody is. Everyone who's listening, I have a 100% bet that your environment is very complex and challenging to you. Yes, it is. And we encounter other humans who are don't look like us, don't think like us, don't talk like us, and furthermore, sometimes they annoy us, right? They're, they're sure. difficult to deal with. So we have a dilemma, right? We have a dilemma. We think, okay, I'm going to be generous, but this person really irks me. So how do I deal with this? Do I give? Do I, am I being judicious with my resources? How do I stay true to my core of generosity? Not try to change anyone, not trying to move them one way or the other, but make sure that I am congruent with me, John. That's a hard issue. It's a hard issue. So did I answer your question? I'm you, not sure. To well, a point. There, I think there's you a did. lot of things. I think you did. Because you brought generosity into something that's less about what's seen and more about what you do within the inspiration that lies inside of you. Your motivations, therefore, <clears throat> become less selfish and those motivations become more selfless. Would that be a good description? That's right. Because, like I said, the power words, collection of power words we choose is very personal to us. It is not a competition. It may be a collaboration of sorts, mm -hmm. right? Because we we cre we co-create experiences with others. We create and we collaborate. So I think it, I feel generosity concept is very personal, and I also feel that when you wake up and when you go to bed and every moment in between, mm -hmm. how are you really feeling about yourself? Do you feel that you've given enough? You think that you have learned enough? Do you think that you gave another person the best that you can? And I think that's the, the core of generosity for me. 
And if you do that right, would it be safe to say that you can lay your head down on the pillow at night yeah. and close your eyes knowing you really did do the best that you could possibly do in all that you did? Absolutely. And think uh, of it. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah. Peace of Generosity mind. can cause peace of mind. Absolutely. Would, you be, would it be safe to say that there are some people who are deemed to be generous, but their lives are conflicted and they are constantly struggling and constantly stressed because they've lost the true meaning of generosity. They do it more by obligation than by inspiration. Possibly. And I'm not here to tell one person which way is up or down mm -hmm. for, for them because I feel that it's an exercise in futility. And, you know, this is the, this is the beauty of your own podcast. You can have your own opinions, mm -hmm. you can share your thoughts and have your own discussions. That's what it is. And you'll and, have a tribe that will yeah. resonate with And it. if you disagree with me, I welcome your comments. Mm -hmm. I welcome your feedback. Please write to me. And I know some of you have written. So you have said that there's a conflict in us. There's a conflict in us no matter what we do. And I feel that that conflict is was there from the day we were born. I do a lot of teaching and mm -hmm. guidance and coaching and consulting, see? Yeah. Coaching, consulting. And there's this framework about storytelling that I use. Client, hero, uh, conflict, cure, change, call to action, all C's. And it is, it is about choice, John, for me. What choice do I make? And... If you're part of this tribe, I'm very thankful for you because you chose to listen to us right now. You could have done anything in the world, but you chose to stay with us. So I want to thank you as we come to the end of this episode. This is very interesting. I learned quite a bit about you and about myself, John. How do you feel about this uh, discussion we had? I like it because I feel that what we're doing is meaningful, meaningful to us. And it's also, I think, meaningful to people out there who are looking at 2020 and trying to envision how they can be a difference maker, not just in their life, but in the lives that they come in contact with. Absolutely. And I have you. So I have said I have a collection mm -hmm. of power words for 2020. And I've been thinking deeply about those words. One of them is generosity. Another one is create. So I hope that while you're listening to this episode, you are inspired and moved to create change, choice in your journey. And I hope you do it with courage. Thank you, everyone who listened. Join us next time. I welcome your comments. I welcome your feedback. I love hearing back from you. And I'll see you and I'll hear you next time. So long.